morning. Court Radio is now in session. Call 215-227-2727. When you've got legal questions, we've got the answers. This is Court Radio. And now here's your host, Dean Weitzman. Welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman, your host of Court Radio every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. We hope you join us today for an action-packed legal seminar on the issues that are most important to you. If you've got a legal question, give us a call at 215-227-2727, the number for all things legal. We're here in the studio with the usual crowd. We've got... <laughs> We've got Eric Tactic Jackson. At least most of the usual crowd. Yes. Somebody's missing, but he'll be here shortly. Um, and there is, of course, dressed in her hot pink, Sarah O. Good morning. Hello there, dear. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. It's uh, been some particularly beautiful weather in the Philadelphia and Delaware Valley area this week. It has not been kind to me and my allergies at all. Ah, yes. Allergy weather is upon us. I I hit an Allegra daily, and it usually tamps down everything that I have. So now I'm that person. I never used to be, but I have been taking it every day like a vitamin. Yes. Yes. They should just put it in the water. That and uh, some sort of statin for uh, cholesterol. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Just just drop that right in the water in 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 the big tank. Well, yeah, well, water. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> Amongst if, other things that they yeah. might put in the water. If that don't kill you, <laughs> something else will. Yeah. Uh, it's There's a nasty accident on, on the Schuylkill, um, yeah. I guess, coming uh, westbound. And um, yeah. uh, people are crazy out there, and everybody's got a little short temper. So early on a Saturday morning. So, folks, be careful while you're driving. Um, because uh, we're not going to have our our insurance and driving accident uh, seminar till next week, so uh, hold off on that. But I'm sure Manuel's hopping out the car and passing out cards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be uh, probably illegal since he works for me, and we can't solicit at the scene of an accident. Nor do I encourage that. So Manuel, get back in the car and head to the studio. Two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. Um, if you've got a legal problem that you've been pondering and you want some help with it, um, then you call that number on Saturday mornings and we will do our very best to get you on the air and to answer your questions. Um, we have a, uh, interesting circle back, um, from an earlier show today. Um, and we're going to be bringing on my friend Tom Klein shortly, um, Tom and his firm were was and is handling uh, a hoverboard litigation case, um, and I'll fill you in on all the details momentarily. But before we do, uh, I just want to bring you up to date on the hair relaxer litigation that we've been doing. Um, we are now over um, close to 500 calls um, in the last 10 weeks and 200 signed clients. Um, for the hair relaxer litigation. And if you've been living under a rock, I'll tell you what it is. Um, If you've used hair relaxer on a regular basis, which is usually defined as three, four times a year uh, for a period of at least five years, it has the capacity to change your hormonal system and um, expose you to a much higher risk of two particular cancers, uterine and endometrial cancer, or uh, 
really bad fibroids that lead to the necessity for a hysterectomy. Um, those types of cases um, are are being handled by my firm um, with other firms around the country, and we're going after the manufacturers of the hair relaxer products, um, not the salons, but the actual uh, manufacturers, uh, L'Oreal, uh, Revlon, Clairol, these manufacturers knew or should have known the consequences of using regularly using hair relaxer um, for their customers. And, um, and, and so the consequences of using this, and most, you know, there's a lot of people out there who use this product and had these problems and never knew that there was a connection. Yet the companies that sold it knew or should have known that this uh, was a consequence of using their product and warned you about that at the very least or changed the mod- modified the recipe for it um, so that it was not causing these problems. And um, now they're going to have to answer for it. And if you believe that you may be a part of that um, population, then it is vitally important you join our campaign uh, right now. Um, we're in the early stages, um, but... It is important for us to gather up your medical records, and sometimes those medical records can go back decades. It takes time to do that, um, and you want to be in early rather than at the 11th hour. So give us a call, 215-227-2727, um, and we will uh, do go through a very quick um, question and answer session with you over the phone. We can send the necessary documents via DocuSign. Um, you can sign those forms on your phone or iPad, or you can come into the office, or we can uh, FedEx them to your house, whatever the case may be, um, and you'll be in. And then we will do the heavy lifting of gathering all the medical records and um, get you ready to have your case heard. Not like a class action. You're not going to, you know, just be dumped into a mass of humanity where everybody gets a few bucks. This is a real case with litigation that will involve us in analyzing your medical condition, um, having expert witnesses review your treatment, your diagnosis, your medical records, and your award um, will be based upon the injuries you sustained. So feel free to give us a call um, after the show on that, 215-227-2727, and we will jump right on it. In the meantime, I think we have uh, Mr. Klein on the line. Thomas, welcome to Court Radio. Hey, Dean Weitzman, how are you this morning? I am doing fantastic. Um, I was not stuck in traffic on my way to the show, so that I'm already ahead of the game. Um, You're probably in Paris or somewhere right now? Eighteenth and Chestnut on my morning ten mile walk. There you go. You know, Tom has um, begun um, uh, a walking program. He he started this what more than a year ago, Tom? Right? Oh yeah, right in the very beginning of the uh, pandemic. Yeah, and he just walks. You know, he's like um, what was that um, that uh, Tom Hanks character? Oh, Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump. He's Forrest Gump. Oh. He just... Uh, on the walking tip. Yeah. Not the running tip. Not the, the run, tip. On the walking tip. He just... He just... Wa- he gets out of his house, and he just keeps walking. He doesn't know where he's going. He just keeps walking. And walk, wa- Tom, walk! <laughs> it, eventually, his pants fall off. I mean, he's lost weight. He's back. He's like... He looks like he's got a body of a 12-year-old now. I mean, he just keeps on going and going and going. At ten, you're up to 10 miles. That's incredible. Nice. Yep. Did 10 miles. There's a great article in the uh, New York Times, uh, a meta analysis of all the studies on walking. They say it's the best thing that anybody can do. It prevents aging, it helps mental acuity. Walking and sleeping, Dean, uh, those are the keys to uh, longevity, I think. Yeah, there you go. Walk and sleep. <laughs> Preferably not at the same time. Um, I, guess, I guess that's when you're a doctor lawyer, you know what to do. Yeah, well, I, I just got back out of the, from the cardiologist, and, and that's exactly what he said to me. Dean, you gotta, you got to start walking. So, it involves putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So um, uh, we we have Tom on the show today because Tom has been intimately involved in um, the hoverboard litigation. Tom, why don't you give the audience just a quick overview of what that case was about? Sure. Uh, A tragedy that occurred on April the 1st, 2022 at the Kaufman family home. Uh, The uh, parents uh, young Abigail Kaufman and uh, Brianna Kaufman, sisters ages 10 to 15, were uh, on the top floor of their home in uh, Lehigh County. They uh, were, uh, the house was consumed in fire. The parents were uh, horrified and helpless. Their bedroom was on the first floor, and uh, the two girls perished. The question was how could this have happened? And we now know the answer, and the uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission also uh, has said that they know the answer. It was a hoverboard. Uh, uh, They went and charged the hoverboard, which had been dormant for a while, and unbeknownst to them, that was a very big fire uh, hazard. And so this tragedy has now clearly been linked to both a whole investigation uh, which was extensive, along with uh, our help and cooperation with the CPSC, that is to say the Consumer Product Safety Commission, and the hoverboards are now recalled. And it's an important consumer alert. It was just issued uh, just days ago, the Jetson Electric 42-volt rogue self-balancing hoverboard is now recalled, 55,000 of them, uh, Gene. So it is a significant consumer alert. Uh, we can't bring back, tragically, the Kaufman's girls. It, uh, their parents uh, still mourn and uh, grieve them. Uh, but we're going to see that justice prevails. We have a lawsuit filed in federal court. Uh, we are the ones with access through subpoena power and the power of discovery in the lawsuit to uncover even more prior incidents and other information. Uh, But the Consumer Product Safety Commission, if you read their recall, specifically links this recall to this tragic, terrible fire which cost the lives of two young girls. That's the uh, summary. I cannot even imagine as a father, um, I, I just, it's unfathomable to to imagine your children and you can't get to them you can't help them and they perish in a fire caused by a a hoverboard like something you bought for them to have a good time to play with uh, and that's what ends up killing your children i do, i just don't understand it oh it's it's a terrible tragedy and, it, and it's linked back i might add the one missing link that i didn't say was it's linked to the uh, the lithium battery. And of course, we have uh, hundreds of products uh, that are uh, every day in our homes and in our lives linked to lithium batteries from small uh, uh, gadgets to large appliances. Well, back in uh, back in the day, I, I remember I remember back in the day, people's cell phones would explode like well, they were in their pocket. Um, so th- this is not something new. I mean, we know that lithium batteries have the capacity to cause harm. Um, how exactly does that happen? Uh, well, there's a uh, you know, th- th- it's an interesting thing here. They are, they are especially dangerous when they are uh, left dormant for a while. And by the way, of course, people need to know that, uh, that you just can't charge a battery uh, like this. Uh, and uh, it, it happens due to the combustibility of the battery. I mean, there's a lar- longer scientific explanation, which would be given by uh, physicists and, uh, and chemists, but that's the short of it. And so when left, when left to discharge or remain dormant and then you begin to charge them, that's when they're at the greatest risk of harm. Um, obviously, this family had no idea about that. 
Um, well, that's right. And the investigation, Dean, involved, well, what could have caused this accident? When I met with the, with the parents, uh, I, of course, wanted, as a lawyer, to rule out other causes. Was there a short and a wire? Was there, there, there are lots of appliances in, in, um, in homes. Uh, there are lights. There's wiring. But uh, this is through our investigative uh, uh, determination, w- without a doubt, uh, linked to the to the hoverboards, and we're not alone. And there's an interesting twist here, if I might add, which I think that your listeners would would want to know about. We as trial lawyers have, uh, as you would expect, vigilantly litigated this case. It happens to be pending in the federal court in uh, Eastern District of Pennsylvania, but also we uh, had significant interaction with the governmental agency responsible and capable of causing a recall. And one thing that I'm proud of is my clients who were rigorously interviewed by the CPSC, by the lawyers in my uh, office, Aaron Dunbar and Jack O'Neill, both former uh, prosecutors themselves before they turned to our kind of civil practice, uh, Dean. And uh, uh, they went through the rigors with the governmental uh, agency that has the power to get these uh, dangerous products off the shelf, this dangerous product off the shelf, uh, and out of people's homes. People can turn them back in and should turn them back in and should get a refund. Uh, that's the message uh, here beyond just the garden lawsuit of one family versus us. Uh, corporation. Yeah, let me let me let folks know that if you're if you have a Jetson electric bike hoverboard, um, you can call 1-800-635-4815 um, all week long, 10 to 6 p.m. Um, to um, initiate the refund process and uh, to return that dangerous hoverboard uh, to Jetson Electric, 800-635-4815. If you think you might have a Jetson hoverboard, that's the number to call to get your money back and to get this thing out of your house. Um, and, more important, and more important, just briefly, I promise not to linger, more important than the money, you're protecting your children and you're protecting uh, your family. And uh, I might add that this is the kind of work that you and I are now decades and proud A larger mission, the work that we do as trial lawyers, to make sure that we can achieve safety, even though it happens to arise from tragedy. Let me ask you this. Oh, and by the way, when we had our last show on this, Tom, I went home and found a hoverboard in my garage and dragged it out and threw it into the trash. <laughs> so, I mean, wow. you know, even even people who are fairly sophisticated who have in, involvement in this stuff, they can be caught off guard um, by what appears to be an innocent product that can cause such vast destruction. So, folks, don't, you know, just... Make sure you check when you get home. If you have a hoverboard, look into it. Be careful. It's a dangerous product, potentially a dangerous, dangerous product. Tom, when's this case going to get tried? It's it, In federal court, we're expecting, you know, to move cases fairly quickly, and this has been going on now for some time. Uh, we are now pushing at the end of the discovery process. I was actually meeting uh, with uh, Aaron Dunbar, one of the lawyers responsible for the uh, discovery aspect of it, and he was talking with me just yesterday about uh, the uh, preparation of expert reports. So we are now in the final stages of getting towards the trial date. We're very uh, energized by the opportunity to have a trial to uh, show the documents publicly to uh, make sure that there is accountability and make sure that there is at least a measure of compensation uh, to the uh, to the family. All right. One one last quick thing while we're on the topic of litigation and accountability. 
Um, I know that your firm, I, I, I have been involved in the, in the Roundup litigation. I know your firm has been really, you know, very, very involved in the Roundup litigation. When are we going to see a case get tried for Roundup at this point? Great question. Uh, uh, I uh, have been appointed as one of the uh, co-liaison counsel in the uh, litigation, which is pending in Philadelphia where hundreds of Pennsylvanians have utilized the uh, Pennsylvania courts to sue. Uh, and I'm pleased to report to you that we are scheduled to have a trial uh, beginning uh, in uh, October slash November. The, I think the exact trial date is the first week in November, but there is a firm listing. Our law firm will, be, uh, will have the first lead, what we refer to as bellwether trial. I plan to be one of the co-lead counsel in the courtroom for that for that uh, case. Uh, that's that's exciting. That's exciting because there's a lot of folks who have been suffering with the consequences of that product for a long time, and it's it's time for their cases to be heard and for the compensation to occur. Tom, I really thank you for joining us again on Court Radio. Uh, we always look forward to having you, and I'll I'll see you soon, friend. My my pleasure. Good to talk to you, Dean. Take care. You'll see him tonight. I will. Uh, we'll all see him tonight. He'll be on the Sixers bench, uh, Silvermane guy, black shirt, looking yeah. like Pat Riley should look this time of year. He's, uh, yeah, and, and he's going to have well-worn shoes because he's walking his 10 miles every day. Every day, seven days a week. I heard that coming yeah. in. Seven days a week? Yeah. That's 70 miles. Yeah, he can go from here to AC, place a bet, and come back. <laughs> all on foot. 215-227-2727. That's the number you need to give us a call. We're going to uh, take a quick two-minute break, but when we come back, if you've got a legal issue, we're ready to tackle it. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I grew up here, went to school here, raised my kids here. I know Philly, and Philly knows me. I started My Philly Lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters, and choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company, it matters to the jury, and most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Legal answers. Here's more court radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman and this is Court Radio, the place you come every Saturday morning for a legal little legal education and entertainment. 
I am joined in the studio with the usual pack of oh, legal junkies. Manny Manuel's finally made it here. That traffic was bad. Bad accident on the school code, folks. A lot of ticked off people, but I made it in. Made it in. We have Eric Tactics Jackson. Tickling. Tickling the keys. And Sarah O, the producer extraordinaire. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, give a whoop, whoop. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Folks, if you... (laughs) If you've got a legal issue, we're willing to tackle it. 215-227-2727. I mentioned at the top of the hour uh, that we are really involved at this point in the hair relaxer litigation with over 500 calls in the last 10 weeks um, and 200 new clients. Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Um, And, you know, there's, there's... a lot of tragedy in that. Yeah. Um, my my clients uh, run the gambit from having um, really bad endometrial and uterine cancers, which eventually led to their death. Mm. Um, those who have overcome, um, survivors, and a lot of women with a lifelong history of um, fibroid tumors, didn't know why, um, Mm -hmm. and just um, every month horrific pain, uh, bleeding, and um, ultimately leading to the necessity for a hysterectomy. And suffering in silence. Yeah, by the the way, Dean, you can can take the slogan, get your justice. Get your justice. Get your justice. Get your justice. Okay. Why is it available, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Done. didn't we didn't copyright it. Of course, yeah. of course, you know you've got uh, our fifteen thousand listeners right now. All... But you're an, you're an attorney, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Don't it came from it came from uh, this show. So yeah. yeah. Basically. And yeah. I want to say to you, your poster, pl- your your billboard placement really is excellent. Oh, yeah. thank you. Because I'm gonna tell you why. For one really good reason, traffic always gets tied up there. <laughs> yeah, and you have to you have it's to a, see it. it. It's an art, you know. I I, yeah. I spend my time on I ninety five and and the Schuylkill, traveling around looking for the places looking where people spots. stop. Well, that's a great one. <laughs> where the traffic you got stops. two in that. You got three technically in that area because you got one underneath uh, Grace Ferry. Good man, you can't miss them. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I want to get the word out, and, and I want to get the word out because uh, you know how many times have I gotten involved in this type of litigation, and then folks of. Uh, I don't know. They they were just sleeping or whatever. They just you know they, they they just didn't want to get involved. And then by the time they wake up and realize, hey, I I am involved in that, mm-hmm. and I, I yeah. deserve to get my piece of the the compensation. Mm-hmm. It's too late, right. you know. And and the the statute of limitations expires. You know, in this kind of litigation, it's statute of limitations. It's a funny thing because it it's told it you know if you if you had fibroids 20 years ago and had a hysterectomy you know 15 years ago and you think oh well that's that's way in the past i can't be involved in that that's not true because you did not know what the cause was for your problem and now that i've begun to advertise and other people have begun to advertise you're now made aware of the connection between what the problem was and uh, you know what the cause of the problem was Mm -hmm. and so when you now understand that the cause may be related to a product that you were taking now the statute for that two years begins to run but you know now let's say uh, a year and nine months from now uh, because we've been advertising for three months a year and nine months from now if you've been listening to this message then you're going to be time barred. You know, you're not going to be able to pursue your claim because you've waited two years from when Dean started to talk about this until you finally did something. And folks, it takes time for us to gather up decades old medical records. This isn't, you know, something that happens overnight. And we need the medical records in order to have an expert opine that your problem was caused by this product. And so it's not, it does not behoove you to wait. Um, the, t- the time is now. Call 215-227-2727, and, and then we'll begin that process. And there's no cost to you. There's no risk to you. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, the, whatever risk is involved for now is on us as the firm. Ladies, tactic, get your justice. Get your justice. Get your justice. <clears throat> get and your and justice. people are listening. You know, folks are listening, and they are calling 
um, and I, I'm happy to report that. You know, right. um, so we're 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 working every day on on this case amongst all of our other cases. And um, you know, what are we, the key things you said though? It's not this huge mask thing. You just be a part of a big other torch, and you'll just get a little triple of money. No, this is individual. Case. Yeah, no, we're. Sensitive. I mean, you know, we're going to get Sally's medical records, and right. and we're going to analyze those, and we're going to have, um, you know, experts who are world renowned experts that are going to take those medical records, review them based on a history uh, provided by the client as to what products they used, when they used them, how often they used them. Um, there's uh, genetic testing that can be done on the tumor itself to determine whether it is more likely... Man, listen. Yeah, more likely or not to have been caused by the product. So there is genetic testing. There's science behind this. It's This is not just it, a, a shot in the dark. Right, serious science. Mean, something that happened to you ladies many decades ago. Now, because of the science, because of the technology, they can pinpoint its origin. Yes, yes. And, and so when we go into a courtroom... Um, when that first case is tried, we're going to prove to the jury within a reasonable degree of certainty that the person's um, medical dilemma, malaise, problems were caused by the products they used and that the company knew or should have known that that was going to happen. Mm. And despite that knowledge, they continued to hawk their products without any warnings, without any, you know, any hesitation. They were making a profit, billions of dollars on the backs of African-American women. The word is insidious. They knew about it. We got a caller. Line two, Eric. The one and only. He's like the fifth wheel in our in our pack. He's the. It's is it? It's Big Joe. Hey, Big Joe, South it's Joey. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How I, you, doing? you know the funny thing is, Joe. I, I'm driving in. I'm driving into the studio today, and I thought to myself, um, I haven't heard from Joe in a while. Hey, I swear. I swear to you. I'm telling you. And I thought. I wonder, you know, could, if something happens to Joe, will somebody in the family call us and let us know? I mean, yeah. I, you're, you're like my uncle now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll, I, I'll tell my wife if anything happens, give you a buzz. Yeah, yeah. please, please. We want to, you yeah. know, we'll come down to the hospital. We'll bring some, you know, some yeah. whatever yeah, salami. Money, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring money. Bring some money, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it, brother. What? So what's going on? What's going on? Joe, why, what, what are you calling for? Well, I, I've been trying to call, but you've been so busy. Um, I wanted to ask about the uh, – I, I, when I went to school, I went to Bach Vocational School mm. uh, in the 60s. Yep. All, all the boys, all the guys did the process. Yeah. Right. I but, mean, is that the same as what's going on with the girls? Well, if they if they had the right equipment, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. well, here's here's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, as far as men were concerned, it would be like liver, kidney, prostate, you know, down the line. You know, yeah, it could if, be. If they were using it, you the, know. The scientists haven't made it made that connection. It's only with the uterus. So unless oh, okay. you, I, unless I, I, you I, have a uterus, you're I, right I, now. You're safe, Joe. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because I remember, I mean, that stuff was burning these guys. Burning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I Manuel mean, had. Fun. Manuel, you have a comb over? Uh, who? Uh, you know, the, <laughs> nah, the, the, the side thing. It was fried, died, and laid to the side. Laid to the, the side. Right. Laid to the side. Yeah. <laughs> then that metastasized into the jerry curl. Everybody was getting curled. Joe, you better not have a uterus. Mama oh, Joe's man. on the line. Mama Joe's wife. Ma'am, what is your name, lovely lady? Mama Joe. Oh, oh, oh. Philomena. Philomena. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Joe and Phil. That's cool. Joe yeah. and Phil. Yeah. That's Joe. us, baby. There you go. Yeah, we're just a couple of happy guys. All right. Have a good day, all. Bye, right. Phil. Look what you've been hiding from us, Joe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it is. That's a great name. Um, yeah. Yeah. She, she's going to call you if anything happens to me. All, all right. right all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, nothing's going to happen to you, Joe, because, you know, only the good die young. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so we are moving around a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Wait, you're, you're not what's your name, are you? What? What? Uh, uh, checking out on me on the computer? Oh, no, no, no. no, no. no. All right, good, no, good, no. good, 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 no. good, good, good. All right, Joseph, be well. I, 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 we we not, love you. We're not Googling love you. Too, my man. All right, be well. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm so happy he called today because I really was thinking about yeah, him on my way. Yeah, for yeah, one yeah, yeah. My man. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Now that we got. He's, having, he's always sounds like he's having a good time. Every time he calls us. Yeah. That's all, that's because he listens to court radio. Well, yeah. Have a good I mean, time. it's facts. Well, good times to be had, yeah. like at picnics and freaknicks and all types all right. of Freaknicks. What's there a freaknick? We... You never heard of freaknick? No, I never did. Stop. All right. I did not hear a freaknick. Well, there was a thing in an HBCU back in the late 60s, early 70s. It was just a picnic for historically black colleges, right? Just a picnic. Uh-huh. Well, that thing grew like, into... We, didn't we have something up here in Belmont Plaza? Well, that was Greek, the Greek that was picnic. Greek picnic. But that grew out of this thing. Yes. This okay. was the, the blueprint this, for This all. is before me. I was too young. No, is... you're right around... Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, oh, you're no. in the pocket. Oh, oh. So well, this he thing... He would have been at Fort Lauderdale, though. Because <clears throat> that's yeah, the difference. Where that, the so, boys are. so black spring break started for the kids who couldn't afford to go to the Fort Lauderdale's and Daytona Beach Miami and Spring and Break, yeah. MTV, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So this started for this those because you could thing. just because majority of black colleges are right there in Atlanta, so gotcha. people just had to get in their car and drive. Okay. You didn't have to be on a plane. Right. Okay. So, so what happened? Really well, grew. Okay. So so the first year, it's like yo, we got to do it again, and then the next thing you know. Folks are more fraternities, sororities, and then celebrities are coming. And this thing turns into the must-be place to be every time of year for this great event. And it would just shut down a town. The economy would approve. Celebrities, concerts, you name it. Streets closed Streets off. Closed alcohol, off. music, every, all the makings of every, a wild time. Imagine the same thing would happen, I guess, with the bikers and the Hells Angels when they do their thing. They got their place they go. And as we said, white folks would go down to Miami Beach or Fort Lauderdale or Daytona. This is what black folks did. What you were talking about here in Philadelphia happened on Belmont Avenue, out in Fairmont Park, Belmont Plateau, then University of Pennsylvania, then South Street. That was the Greek picnic weekend. Well, back then, apparently... That was the video camera era. And now Hulu. Betamax. Yeah. Or VHS. Yeah, yeah. Beta and VHS. Beta and VHS. And, VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Hulu has a documentary coming out about those days. And it has shook the black community. A certain generation. Why? Black. Why? Because yes. there are parents now who may have to explain to their children that really wasn't me on the hood of that car. Why topless. were they naked? Why were they twerking? twerking. Who's that man, Mommy? Well, who, who, are you, who are you on top of, Mommy? mommy. Is that my dad? Dad? <laughs> oh, their husband. Honey, you never told me about this. Or, oh, husband, you didn't tell me about them. And then it's all kinds of wild girls going wild on the black-hand side type of thing. I wonder if they'll, um, you know, mute it, uh, uh, blur it. Um, you know, Depend on, on Hulu, do they blur? Well, on Hulu? But if you blur, then you're blurring the whole thing. Then what are we watching? Yeah, what are we watching? Because blur. they've already. So some people have already started to upload their clips from their beta to social media. So you're already starting to see some of the faces, some of the lewd activities. Well, if it's in the public domain, mm. I mean, I have to give a little legal issue here. If it's in the public domain, I don't think you have a right to stop it from coming out. However, when this stuff was originally filmed and documented by folks. What do we have now didn't exist. We didn't have the internet. You couldn't upload anything. This stuff had to now be transposed to from what? From analog to digital now. So isn't yeah. that isn't there something there? No. Okay. No. All right. I don't think so because listen, when it I wasn't, say public domain, I'm not talking about like the broad public domain, but if you're on a public street doing some twerking, uh-huh. you're twerking on the on the street, you you're it's not a private like you know, salon. You're not twerking in a salon. You're twerking. There are no only... right to privacy issues. Okay, you're what giving about... the right to privacy up? You're on the street. Well, it's not just the street. It's at hotel rooms. It's at parties. It's at clubs. It's in and indoor out. It's but wherever. a lot of a lot of the video footage has been street and hotel yeah. hallways, a lot of which that. are still a lot public. Of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, hallways are public. Elevators, you yeah. name it. Yeah, Beach, yeah, all that stuff. So yeah, there are a lot of. Uh, I know one person. So you want to get the, you want to get you want to get in front of this thing by kind of you know disclaiming now. I guess. It's what folks should start to do. Yeah, that's what we're trying to understand. Or do you just sit quiet? Because we're talking about the 80s, and a lot of us don't look like we looked in the 80s, and maybe nobody will notice you. Maybe you uh, you just stay quiet and don't bring attention to yourself. Yes, your, your crowd will know it. You know, somebody's <laughs> going to know it. Uh, and, um, you know, 
And now the question is, well, can you make a profit from it? Oh, you can know, you? can you get paid? Girls going wild. You know, Hulu have to pay you for. And the answer is not if you're, you know, you're not if you're uh, Billy Bob from uh, the. Uh, you know, well, it won't be Billy Bob. It'd be Rayshawn and, and, uh, Keisha. and Keisha and Jamal. Rayshawn yeah. and Keisha from HBCUs are not public, you know, entities that are going to get paid if their likeness is used. If you know, if it was Michael Jackson who has a uh, an expectation Lo- of being paid for his image or his, or his estate. No, it could be celebrities. Yeah, celebrities maybe. Maybe they have to get paid, and their permission has to be obtained. Well, 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 uh, but not us common folk. Well, actually, I don't know if they actually have free reign because if you think about, you know, all the lawsuits that Joe Francis had from Girls Girls Gone Gone Wild, Wild, all the lawsuits that came about, you know, with using people's images and even, you know, the images that they might have had of. People that might have actually been underage. But underage pre- presents a whole other. That's, a, that's layer. a great possibility yeah. with this. With you know because yes, if they were and they didn't notice or didn't, um, didn't even ask. And the other issue is this is state by state, right? Right. So people oftentimes when they're listening to our show. They think, well, Dean said X. Yeah, I said X with regard to Pennsylvania or New right. Jersey or right. Delaware. But that doesn't mean that if you're in Wyoming, it's going to apply to you right. because every state has their own laws. And there aren't a whole lot of federal laws that apply to the country. Right. Um, and especially, you know, with regards. Now, when you're talking about publication issues, it could be federal because then you're dealing with copyright uh, issues, right. which uh, again, there's a there's a whole federal registry and the, uh, and a federal um, you know federal laws that apply to that. Right. But uh, but state laws also, especially with regard to privacy, mm-hmm. state laws apply, and so um, this will be highly dependent on the the I presume the laws in Georgia at that time. Right. So you know okay. they got to be you know they got to be careful. Here's they the other component. We, 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 but there were also crimes committed. There was there was looting. There was crime. There was always, unfortunately, things got dark and people were looting. <laughs> there was sexual assaults, things like that. If any of that is uncovered from back then now, is anybody liable? Some of those folks have Depends gone on, on to bigger <clears throat> and better things in life. Uh, there may be some <clears throat> pillars, like someone said, the pillars of the community now. But back then, everybody got their freak on. What happens now? The, the answer oh. is that um, in, in all likelihood, most of the crimes that may have been uh, filmed, the statutes of limitation will bar future prosecutions. Okay. But on sex crimes uh, in particular, especially since the whole church scandal, we've most states have extended the statutes of limitation for decades for sex crimes. And so, you know, I can't be certain, but um, there are there may be crimes that that, that they could still prosecute. Maybe, hmm. but um, certainly not uh, property crimes. You know, robberies, destru- yeah, looting, destruction, stuff. Okay, that, that that will be time barred by statute of limitations. Okay. Uh, this 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 occurred from '84, the first year of Freaknik, to 1999 when they closed it down. So it's a 15 year period, is what we're talking about, and that's already 25 years ago. But but this particular um, Hulu was one particular year, right? It was '94, I believe, that they're doing this documentary for. That okay, was, that was a that yeah. was a yeah, year that was probably that's that's the, that was the probably biggest the peak. one. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the, the peak. biggest yeah. one. The peak of freak. Right. So <laughs> you know, so, so uh, everyone that freeze. was that was at the '94 at the one. <laughs> yeah, everyone that was at the '94 one is is sweating it. Y'all got some explaining to do. Yeah, they're they're, they're the one that's sweating it. 215-227-2727. We're talking about legal issues that might affect you. And if you've got a legal question or problem, we're happy to help you. 215-227-2727. The number for all things legal. And if your legal question involves anything having to do with insurance, next week we are doing our annual insurance uh, episode where we're going to talk about the five biggest mistakes made by most folks on their insurance 
policies, their insurance choices. And so if you're a consumer of insurance, which most of us are. By law. Yeah, by law. You want to be involved in next week's show. Will be that that will be an action-packed show, full of information to make sure that you're not wasting your money on dumb insurance policies that insurance companies make a profit on, and you end up holding the bag when the time comes to make your claim. That's next Saturday. Yeah, same time, same place, right here. And 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 Manuel's going to be, you know, going to be. Asking questions. About insurance? About insurance. Yeah, I'll be everybody's guy. I'll be. I'll play the role of whatever you need me to be to ask the questions that need to be asked. We're actually going to film next week, and so and I'm going to have a camera trained on both of you. Oh. No, wait, hold on. Because. I, I know I want to scream. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that you're going to have some, you know, some some insurance problems, because you often do. And, uh, and you have solutions, because, you know, you're the student uh, extraordinaire. And then there's... You become you're, you're Obi Wan and I'm still a Padwan. That's, that's basically where we are right now. Two one five two two seven twenty seven twenty seven. The number for all things legal. I um, yes. you know that we we have the one hundredth mayor about to be elected, and the, do, do you get a sense there's a campaign? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything on really any any serious advertising going on. No. I know that there was a uh, a debate. Um, I, I think there was one debate that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on the home stretch at this point because really the election in Philadelphia occurs at the primary stage in May because whoever the Democrats elect in May is going to end up being the mayor of the city of Philadelphia. Don't tell that to David O. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I I call it like I see it. Uh, When's the last time a Republican won the mayoral election in Philadelphia? Before I was born. Yeah. Um, A long, long time ago. I don't know. Is there an answer to that? We can get it. There really is. But before you say and see, look at your Democratic cities. Well, if you're that much better, Republicans, why haven't you been able to sway voters to your way of thinking? Why can't you get elected? Don't blame the Democrats. Blame yourselves. How about some better messaging? How about some better candidates? How about well, that? I, I guess. How about that? I mean, how much money? And and it all comes down to money, doesn't it? It really comes down to money because. Most of the time. Most of the time. It, it comes down to money, period. It comes down to money on both sides. Well, understand where money, what money means. Money is buying time so that you can be seen and get your message out, as we've been asking about. I just asked Dean Weissman, do you get a sense that there's a campaign? He was like, well, not really. But we know there have been tons of commercials, especially Alan Dom. My God. I've never seen a single Alan Dom commercial. But then again, I don't really watch TV, mm. in, you know, live TV. But I stream it, and you know, I, I um, streaming is is a source of advertising. So mm-hmm. Alan's obviously not. As, uh, you know, I've been watching the uh, the the the, the uh, Living Dead, uh, Night of the Living. No, uh, you, you, walking, walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I, Wait, you're just. You're yes, just. You're on yes. the Walking I'm, Dead. Now. I'm nine seasons in. Yes. The Eleven oh. seasons. And then okay. there are offshoots. There's uh, just a lot of this a dead lot of, stuff going. On. Of, you know what it was? I got into the. Um, uh, the new one, uh, The Last of Us. Have you seen oh, The Last yes, of Us? Yes, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen one episode. I've just heard about it. I'm too, I, I can't. I don't have time I, to get I, into I, it I yet. I never played the video game. No, I haven't either. But and, uh, but I heard that it's very faithful yes. to the video game. Is and, it really? Yeah. yeah. And and it's it's the video game must be good because the series is very I'm gonna good. I'm going to tell you yeah. something. This how guy. About how about that episode with the two guys? Uh, it was a very loving uh, episode, I think like episode four or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the you, you got to see the show. It's no really, spoil, it's really spoiler good. alert. Yeah, it's really a good show. No, I'm not going to do spoiler. I tell alert. you that actor, that dude is working. He's everywhere. Oh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. He's the Mandalorian as well. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so you can stream. You can stream. You, can, right. you know, you can see advertising when you stream. When you stream right. And I haven't seen a single Alan Dom ad, so he's wasting his money. And that's why he hasn't moved one iota. Well, well, yeah. No, he hasn't. His numbers have not moved one iota. Um, so let me just say this for our listeners. Bernard Barney Samuel, okay, born in 1880, <laughs> served as the mayor of Philadelphia from 41... 41- from 1941 to 1952, he was the last Republican mayor in the city of Philadelphia. 
That is uh, about is 75 years ago. Wow. So when I say that the election's going to end in May, I got some good proof of that. Got wow. the da- we got receipts. <laughs> we got receipts. Got the data. Yeah, so, um, you know. Good job, it, good job it's, producer. It's, it's over. It's over. All right. Uh, line one, Denise. Oh, Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Denise. Morning, Denise. Welcome Denise. to the uh, show. How are you, dear? I'm fine. I'm fine. I hope all is well with the panel this morning. My question is this. I work for a nonprofit agency within the city of Philadelphia who was subcontracted by the Department of Human Services. Um, in order to perform a job at my level, you have to have a bachelor's degree. Um, I unfortunately don't have a bachelor's degree. However, I was given a waiver to case manage cases that require a bachelor's degree by the Department of Human Services. I received the waiver in September. I did not get compensated for handling cases that require a bachelor's degree until January. Am I responsible for being compensated from September to January, even though I did obtain the waiver from DHS? Well, that's a great question, and it will require an analysis of the contract. Um, And if you have a contract, you know, you got the waiver. That's a form of contract. If you have documentation which establishes you being paid for the particular cases you're referencing um, and you weren't paid, then it's a breach of contract and you can bring a claim. Um, It really will require us to analyze Maybe emails, uh, the waiver notice, um, when when documents were exchanged, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then once that analysis occurs, if I think there was a breach of contract, then we could bring a claim for breach of contract. Question is, you know, if you're still employed there, uh, does that mess your relationship up? Does that mean that you're then on potentially on the outs? Uh, and and w- will it be worth your while to pursue that? That becomes a different kind of question that we can, you know, analyze together. So the bottom line, Denise, is give us a call during the week, 215-227-2727. My team will be happy to spend some time with you and take a look at that and make sure that you're properly represented. Thank you. All right. Be well. Uh, Folks, we're going to take a quick two-minute break. We'll be right back. Callers on the line. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. When we say winning matters most, we mean it. My Philly Lawyer just helped secure an $80 million victory for a client suffering from a defective medical product. Whether it's a motor vehicle, workplace, or medical malpractice injury, My Philly Lawyer gets results. If you've been injured and want aggressive, thoughtful, thorough representation, call My Philly Lawyer first. Philly's legal champions, 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. My kids here. I know Philly. And Philly knows me. I started my Philly lawyer because if you've been injured, your lawyer matters. And choosing someone local matters. It matters to the insurance company. It matters to the jury. And most importantly, your lawyer matters when it comes to getting results. If you've been injured, call us now. 215-227-2727. My Philly lawyer. When winning matters most. I'm Dean Weitzman. If you have a history of using chemical hair straighteners and have been diagnosed with uterine or endometrial cancer, call My Philly Lawyer now at 215-227-2727. Frequent use of chemical hair relaxers can double the risk of uterine and endometrial cancer. If you've been affected, we will fight for you. Call 215-227-2727. My Philly Lawyer, when winning matters most. Need more?
more legal answers? Here's more Court Radio with your host, Dean Weitzman. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Dean Weitzman. This is Court Radio, and I am joined in the studio with the usual crew. We've been tackling legal issues all morning, and we're happy to continue to do that. Sarah, you got a call? Yes. A gentleman called, and he said that he has an open case. It has been open since 2018, and he had an attorney. And now that he is trying to contact the attorney, he cannot get in touch with him in any way. He, the phone number, he said, doesn't even sound real anymore. I think he said like a, it's like a Google number or it goes someplace else. Okay, so here's what I would advise that caller to do. Um, get on your computer, go to the disciplinary website, the Pennsylvania Disciplinary Board, okay? That's, that's the site where every lawyer in Pennsylvania who's licensed here has to list their most current contact information. You go to the Pennsylvania Disciplinary Board's website, you place your lawyer's name in the field, and it'll tell you exactly his address and his telephone number. If that's the number you have, sir, then there could be a problem, um, in which case you may want to contact the disciplinary board and have them attempt to reach out in their uh, nefarious ways to find the lawyer for you. Lastly, um, you, you know, if, if the case is from 2018, it's got to be in suit. You go to the uh, you got to go to the um, prothonotary's office in City Hall, give them the case number for your case, and you'll get all of the paperwork as to where the case stands at this point. Um, and then take that to another lawyer and try to, you know, get another attorney to be involved in the case. This happens, uh, I, I don't know, probably too frequently. My office gets a call at least two times a week from somebody who says, hey, I hired you guys. And it turns out they hired somebody else who's, you know, copying us, the, you know, the Philly lawyer or uh, a, a Philly lawyer or, you know, some, something wow. like that. And they think they're hired by my Philly lawyer and they're not. And we have to, like, let them know, you know, you got to go find the joker who was jumping on my, on my uh, bandwagon before um, he should have. Mm. Okay. So, um, yeah, but the disciplinary board is a, is a good resource for folks to go to if they can't find their lawyer. All right, let's talk to Connie on line three, Eric. Connie, welcome to Court Radio. Yes, good morning. I just have a general question. It's for a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. She just lost her husband, and he didn't have a will. Mm. And I listen to your show all the time about Saul. Should she hire Saul or should she hire a lawyer? Because it's so much for her to do, and it's very frustrating. Yeah. Well, um, so did you say that he passed and there's no will, right? No will. And they were legally married, correct? Yes. Well, maybe almost almost 60 years, about 58 years. Wow. Um, and is there um, children that they had together? Yes. And, yes. And is there any children that they had from other relationships not together? <laughs> Not that I know of. No. Okay. Um, well, the answer is yeah. I mean, she, it depends on what kind of an estate he left. What you know, what property does he have? Is there a home that's in both their names that will need to be transferred into her name? Is there accounts that he has only in his name that she needs to get a hold of? Um, and it, mm -hmm. and and so if there is these property issues, then most mm -hmm. definitely she needs to contact Salk, 215-227-2727. Um, and, you know, uh, Saul gets calls every week about folks mm -hmm. who have passed away and need to have some help yeah. in that process. And he's really good at it, and he'd be happy to help her. Thank you so much. I gave her the right advice because I listen to it all the time. I said I gave her the number, all but right. I just wanted to confirm it with you. And I'm happy you did, Connie, uh, because that way we got a chance to talk to you. And listen, stay on the line. I'm going to have Sarah jump back on with you, and we're going to get you a My Philly Lawyer gift pack for being such a loyal listener and giving advice to your friends to give us a call. That sounds so good. Thank you so much. All I right. Hold, hold on, Connie. Okay. Well, guys, we're almost at the end of another successful hour. 
Amen to that. Yes, and I'm so happy you made it in safe and sound. I appreciate that. Hey, listen, it could have been worse. I, I could be Jack DeShira. Yes, you could be Jack DeShira. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that that, that a name is going to live in infamy. I, I'm uh, I'm happy at with least for your, pro- your pronunciation because I didn't know how to say it. So, sure? Yeah, I'm uh, so happy you 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 schooled me on that, uh, old man. You're more than welcome, you know. <laughs> more than welcome <laughs> Junior. <laughs> <laughs> we we um we're talking about the guy who uh, the 21 year old who in a I don't even know, a gaming room a gaming room chat room right uh, i don't even of guys that game guys that play these games i don't even know what that is but, that's but how out of teenage touch. boys okay. basically yeah. and he was the og he was at 21 OG. At, yeah and he revealed state secrets in this in this gaming room how did top, he top secret how did no it, no classified how did top it, secret how did a 21 year old who's in the fake you know army the the national guard <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't that... tell them boys that now. Uh, okay. Uh, how does he get a hold of the top secret information? That internet, Dean, that internet is something. It's massive. It's long. It's full of information. They got all kinds of firewalls and filters, and they're talented people, them kids, man, with that thing. Wow. They okay. They are. Yeah. I, I, you know, so anyway, he's about to do a 10-year stint, um, and we wish him well on that. <laughs> 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to be back next week. Remember, we're doing an insurance show next week. It's going to be action-packed, fact-filled, and you're going to hear from Eric Tactics Jackson on what his insurance policy looks like. We'll be here next Saturday waiting for you. See you then.